Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to morning prayers. At this time, I would invite you to stand as you are able and join in the responsive reading of Psalm 135. You can find it on page 68 in your Black Appleton Psalter. Alleluia! Praise the name of the Holy One. Give praise, you servants of the Most High. You who stand in the cross of the Holy One, in the doors of the house of my God. Praise God, for God is good. Sing praises to the Holy Name, for it is lovely. For you, O God, have chosen Jacob for yourself, and Israel for your own possession. For I know that you are great, that you are above all gods. You do have You bring up rain clouds from the ends of the earth. You send out lightning with the rain. You bring the winds out of your storehouse. You send signs and wonders in the midst of Egypt against Pharaoh and all his servants. You gave their land to be an inheritance, an inheritance for Israel, your people. For you give your people justice and show compassion to your servants. Blessed be most high
Good morning. Today's reading comes from the book of 2 Timothy, first chapter. For this reason I remind you to rekindle the gift of God that is within you through the laying on of my hands. For God did not give us a spirit of cowardice, but rather a spirit of power, of love, and of self-discipline. Last weekend, I attended the Boston Women's March for America. It is a day that I will long remember. I arrived at Boston Common with my brother and sister-in-law several hours before the start of the march. The air was palpable with enthusiastic energy. Soon, we found ourselves enveloped by a sea of people. And I was surprised by the cross-section of people I knew that attended. One of the first people I knew was a clergy colleague waving a rainbow flag from a balcony of a nearby old colonial brick row house. And during the rally, I found myself standing next to my 11th grade English teacher, who I had not seen for 15 years. And I was delighted to see that when the march began, I saw a couple of Harvard students that I knew standing on a column near the entrance to the common, waving their flags above the crowd. What a sight to behold. So many people coming together to march for human rights, women's rights, and justice. It is a day that I will long remember. It is imprinted on my heart. And that day simultaneously felt overwhelming and empowering. It was the first time in a long time that I was buoyed by a sense of hope. And this week, I've spoken with several family and friends who attended other marches across the country, in DC, St. Paul, New York City, and Denver. And there's been a sense of urgency to our conversations knowing that this is the time, this is the moment to capitalize on the momentum of that day. And we're left feeling, thinking, okay, what's next? Where am I needed? Now, there are many ways to answer this question, but I'd like to offer one this morning. Our lesson today from 2 Timothy was one of my daily devotional readings this week, and it felt very timely. As it goes, For this reason I remind you to rekindle the gift of God that is within you. For God did not give us a spirit of cowardice, but rather a spirit of power, of love, and of self-discipline. What struck me upon reading this passage was the last word, self-discipline. I've heard a lot recently about the need for power, the need for love in the days ahead. But self-discipline was a new one for me. The days ahead may call for protest, resistance, and marches, but it also calls for rigorous self-examination. So when we ask ourselves, what happens next? Our first step might be to come to know who we are. For 
Lord, we need to intimately know ourselves to perceive where God is uniquely calling us to be. As Parker Palmer said, before I can tell my life what I want to do with it, I must listen to my life telling me who I am. Now I see this self-discipline, this self-examination, this self-knowledge as multifaceted. One part of it is self-awareness. What are your gifts and what are your limitations? What can you contribute towards building the kingdom of God and what might hinder you from kingdom building? This is no easy task as it calls upon us to confront both the admirable and the shameful part of ourselves. I see another part of this self-discipline as knowing where you have come from. Who are your ancestors? What are their stories? What were their joys and struggles? What defined their lives? And how does that shape who you are today? I see the self-discipline as also reflecting upon who you are today. What corner of the world do you occupy? What is your sphere of influence? What privileges do you have that give you a platform to speak? What is the history of where you live? How was the landscape of your neighborhood formed? What laws are valued and enforced? And just as much as it is about knowing who you are, I think this self-discipline includes knowing who you are not. So how can you continue to challenge your understanding of the world? and open yourself to learning from those who are different from you. And there is also the knowledge that it is not all up to us. This is where our faith in an ever-knowing and ever-merciful God comes into play. Oh my, my friends. This is hard work. From one word comes a tumbling of new questions. So as we contemplate about what lies ahead, my prayer for this church is that we, that we may be a place of prophetic proclamation, but also a community of prayerful discernment, critical self-examination, inquisitiveness, and an openness to be vulnerable. Please join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory. Amen. And now I would invite you to stand as you are able and join in singing We Three Kings, hymn number 136 in your hymnal.
And now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with loving kindness and grant you peace. Amen. Amen. Amen.